and welcome to How to Deal When the Shit Gets Real podcast. I'm Rietta. And I'm Connie, and we are two crazy cousins, because I'm stuck with that phrase now. <laughs> I love and, it. And for the next few weeks, we will be talking about diet, nutrition, fitness, all the lovely things that everybody wants to talk about. And this week is fitness. Yep. Work that body, work that body right. Oh, God. Help. <laughs> She's dancing. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. So we thought this was the perfect tie-in to last week because fitness can be a form of self-expression. And then we also just kind of felt that it fit because we're going through this pandemic. And something that Connie and I have talked about numerous times is there's actually a bigger issue than this pandemic, which is obesity. Because 300,000 people have died from obesity each year. So... And nobody's complaining about it, but everyone's complaining about this pandemic. Uh, It's kind of irritating. (laughs) So we're going to talk about it because it's real. Yes, it is. It's because it's how to deal when shit gets real. Oh, I tied it in. What? Sorry. What? Guys. (laughs) What time you did that? I don't think you've done that in a couple weeks. No, no, I haven't. It's fine. So obviously, if you are not currently active... Our best advice is to start slow. And Connie and I have talked about this. We both understand it. I went to college for this, so I'm not just throwing out some bullshit. I'm giving you legit, legit shit. There we go. We'll legit stick with college shit that you learned. Shit. You know? I'm, using, I'm using my education as backup in case anybody complains like, these two don't know what they're talking about. Yes, we do, bitches. <laughs> that and it's pretty much taken me what? 10 years to lose weight and to figure all of this stuff out just by learning it myself over time and trying a bunch of bullshit diets that didn't work to finding the real what really actually works right and what works for some doesn't work for others but we'll talk about diet next week and Connie will have a lot of good insight on that because she just She's got some stuff that's going on that's working for her, and I have some stuff that works for me. So we'll talk about all the diet crap next week, but we're going to focus on the physical part this week. Hey, it still took me a while for the physical part this week as well. <laughs> I think it takes a lot of people, if you are not a natural athlete, if you weren't active since you were a kid, it's it's hard to get going. It's hard to convince yourself. And I'm even here to tell you as a person who has been very athletic pretty much my whole life I still have days where I wake up in the morning and I'm like ugh, I don't want to go to the gym but guess what I go anyway and now it's even more difficult because there is no gym it is but there's plenty to do I went on a six mile bike ride last week for my cardio You know, there's a million apps where they give you exercise, some that you have to pay for, some that are free, some that are free right now just because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So you don't use a there's not a gym open as an excuse. And as we said earlier, for people who are trying to get fit, they know it's an issue. You want to try getting fitter. Start with walking 30 minutes a day. I actually know multiple people who started that way. Mm-hmm. Our 90-year-old grandma still gets out and walks every day unless it's raining or it's icy. But she's 90, so that's a little different. But she still gets out there every day. And honestly, I feel like if she doesn't get out there, if it is rainy or snowy or whatnot, I feel like then she feels cooped up. She does, you yeah. Know? She's like, oh, gosh, i got to go do something. But I'm even having self having a hard time working out at home just because I like going to the gym. It's a way to escape, get out of your house, go do something for yourself um, with the oh, kids home. Sure. Yeah, with the kids home and everything right now, it's it's hard. It's hard to get a gym workout in. But I have to do the same thing. Be like, OK, you've got shit in the garage. You can go run around the block. You can ride your bike. You can use the speed ropes. You could use this sandbag and turn it into a weight. There's tons of things that you can do even if you aren't feeling it. And Jackson even seemed pretty into your little uh, workout that you did the other uh, week. That was he does. Him doing he does. it with you. He gets into it sometimes, which is great. I'm glad that he 
you know, like they've always said, we are our children's example. So I'm glad that Kyle and I are setting him a good example that he knows fitness is important. And not only that it's important, but that it can be fun. Now, it, it should be fun. You should find something that you like to do. Don't go running just because you feel like that's the best cardio and you should go running. If you don't like running, then don't go running. Go take a dance class. Obviously not right now, but just giving examples. Go take a dance class. Go take spin class. Go do yoga. Find something that you love because that will increase the chances of you sticking to it. Yeah, that's actually why Tom does bike riding because he doesn't like running, but he likes bike riding nature trails. And it's a perfectly good workout, especially considering they were doing like 25 miles. He would be gone almost all Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings as well sometimes. That's a lot of biking. It really is. (laughs) I did 15 miles yesterday with my girlfriend. Don't worry, we kept six feet social distancing. Uh, (laughs) But we did 15 (laughs) miles yesterday, and I hadn't ridden my bike that far in a long time because I hurt my tailbone on a hike on my birthday, and it was too painful to sit on my bike. But holy crap, today I was like, why are my knees sore my legs sore and I'm like oh yeah I hadn't ridden a bike that far in a long time <laughs> exactly yeah I know my my six miles was uh a little bit of hell on the way back because so I got this $500 new bike for Ooh, free fancy and from no from an aunt for free Ooh, it was fabulous that's except even better for, yes except for the fact that it has this absolutely ridiculous, huge, like, I don't know who's assing on this thing, but it is a ginormous, that big. I will take a picture of it for you later, Rietta. Uh, seat, it was rubbing against, like, my inner and outer thigh in a very weird way, and it even hurt the next day. I was like, what the hell is wrong? Nope, getting a new seat. This is horrible. Oh, my God. That sound- Chafing is the worst and Tom was like, well, no, you just haven't ridden a bike in, in, in long. So, like, of course your butt hurts. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not saying my butt hurts from sitting on the bike. I'm saying yeah. it was rubbing the inside of my leg super weird because it's such a thick seat. Yeah, you definitely need to get a new seat. I think I actually need a bigger seat. Like, my butt hurts like, overhanging. <laughs> so you need my seat. And I, I need, need your, your seat. seat. <laughs> <laughs> thank god tom knows a guy who uh runs a bike shop and i found like a super nice memory foam one for 30 bucks and it and tom's bike is there getting fixed and i said when you go back and get your bike pick up your bike from being fixed you're also going to buy me this seat there you go <laughs> the end supporting small businesses perfect see that's another thing you can do so yeah when it comes to cardio and stuff you absolutely should find something that you enjoy because it's just it's just going to increase the likelihood that you're going to stick with it my dad's the same way he is a big bike rider when they used to come in the motorhome obviously they can't bring the motorhome to Hawaii but when we were in California and they came with the motorhome he always brought his bicycle and he rode it every single day Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And just like my dad and my brother, they are both into uh, swimming. Mm -hmm. My best friend's like that. She's a big time swimmer, too. So if you like to swim, go swim laps. Swimming is actually great for your body because it's low impact. Yeah, especially if you're somebody just starting out. If you have a membership or access to a pool, start swimming around because it's very easy on your joints. And once you start losing weight, you can do other cardio that's not as easy on your weights if you wanted. Yeah. And they've got that aqua therapy too, which I know people are like, oh my God, that's for only for old ladies. It is not only for old ladies. I tried it at the old gym that I worked at and it's, I don't want to say it's hard, but it's harder than you think it is. And you're definitely getting a totally different type of workout. Actually, I remember having to do it in high school. So clearly not just for old ladies, because my high school made me do it. I mean, we also had to do synchronized swimming. So eh. and that's not what I would call (laughs) a a young sport. (laughs) No, I wouldn't call that a young sport either. But (laughs) and then, uh, of course, also on top of doing cardio, you really should lift weights. The reason you should lift weights, I'm going to give you a very brief explanation instead of getting too scientific on you, is the more muscle that you have on your body, the better your metabolism works is the basic way to say it. So the more muscle mass you have, the faster your metabolism works. So basically you're giving yourself a little boost and it just 
you're going to be stronger. You're going to feel better. And ladies, I promise you that if you lift weights, you're not going to look like Franco Colombo. That would take a lot of work. <laughs> that would, would take a lot of work. And also another thing with that I said earlier is that, like, think about it. Say you just do cardio. Yeah, you're going to lose weight, but you're really not going to say you're looking at a picture of a supermodel and you're saying, wow, she's a very, you know, because my problem area, of course, is my stomach. So, wow, she has a very taunt, abby, whatever stomach. I wish I had that. Well, you're not going to get that with cardio. It just doesn't happen like that. (laughs) Muscle definition. It's definitely not happening with only cardio. You definitely need both. Yeah, you absolutely need both. And then, of course, diet too. But we're going to talk about that next week because it needs its own day because there's just so much that goes into it just gonna say and this recording would probably end up being like three hours long if we didn't break it down oh yeah oh absolutely easily we could probably talk about it for ever (laughs) so now I have a question for you Rietta yes ma'am I have heard people say to me that weightlifting you actually lose more weight weightlifting than you would cardio true or false you know I mean or just explain it (laughs) The thing that happens is when you finish, when you are done with cardio, you stop burning calories the moment you stop doing it. When you lift weights, the burn continues throughout the day. So that's probably where the idea is coming from. You might not technically burn as much like while it's happening, but the burn lasts longer. Oh, okay. The more you know, because I definitely did not know that. So hopefully that's, uh, you're, you're learning some things, people. You're learning people, some things. I hope people are learning things. There's so many, I've had so many clients over the years, especially female clients that think if they lift weights, they're going to get bulky. And that's not true. Um, first of all, we don't make enough testosterone to get bulky like men do. And even if you that was your goal, because there are female bodybuilders, the amount of work and food and dedication that takes does not happen on accident. Oh, for sure. There's a lot that goes into that. I'm 100% positive. Oh, it's the amount of work that those ladies put in is above and beyond. So you will not get bulky. You will lean. I mean, I hate the word lean because I feel like the word lean is just so misleading. You will become muscular in a different sense, but it'll be in a very feminine way. The way your body is supposed to look without a ton of crazy work and protein powder and food and everything that you would need to bulk up. Ooh, that's something I'm going to write down. We'll talk about supplements during the diet section too. Because that's idea. actually See, a good thing you're already up. getting a hint of what next week's episode is going to be. Yeah, but basically we're saying here that start small, build, and really to try to be more active. And I think mm-hmm. this quarantine is definitely a um, a test on being active because mm-hmm. I definitely, I have an app that I use that is free workouts and it is an app called FitOn and FitOn, hey, if you want to sponsor us, go ahead. We haven't done that in forever. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a like free app that they have like challenges and stuff and they have different uh, toning exercises and uh, cardio exercises so you can get both from this app um, and it, it really is hard for me to be like okay after work I am going to do this I just have to make myself press the button because mm-hmm. sometimes you're just like I don't want to work out at home and like look super weird working out at home in small video playing <laughs> But you just have to do it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just like, I just did work. I really don't feel like it, but I do it anyway. And she's got a cousin, you know, that writes her custom workout plans. So. Yes, when I actually have a gym, but right now <laughs> I don't have a gym. So. And you can use anything in your house. Like people are like, oh, I don't have weights. A gallon of milk weighs eight pounds, which doesn't sound like much, but it, I mean, eight pounds is, you can do a lot with eight pounds. Just don't keep the milk out too long so that it spoils. Yeah, that would be gross. I mean, you can use cans, you can use bands. I mean, there's so many things that you can do. Get creative. Use your kids. Have one of your four-year-old kids get on your back and squat. I mean, obviously, if you know what you're doing, don't do that if you've never done that before. (laughs) (laughs) If you are just starting out, do not use your child as a weight. That could go terribly wrong. 
And, you know, bodyweight exercises, I feel like, don't necessarily get enough credit. Because if you do enough of them, you will feel the burn. Oh, for sure. On that app that I use has, and it's great. It's like a 20 or 30 minute workout and it tones every part of my body plus 15 minutes of cardio. And I do it twice and holy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> feel that burn. And they were easy too. Like wasn't something like super difficult because my one problem with some videos, I don't have the ab muscles for that yet. And it's too complicated. I can't do that yet. Like I'm not at that point. So I have to go through a lot of the videos to find the right level for me. Yeah. And if that does happen to you at home, there are ways to modify. You can Google ways to modify or a lot of videos will even show you modifications. Sometimes they don't. um, But there are ways to modify things, pretty much anything to your zone. Or even just going, a lot of the modifications I've seen, it's like, okay, just take it a little bit slower and not Mm -hmm. so dramatic. Say if it was like a side lunge or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But if they're going super fast, you don't have to go as fast as that video is going because that person is super fit and you, I am not. I can't say you aren't a person listening. Yeah. So, (laughs) because... I don't know what you look like. Maybe none of this is useful to you. Speed necessarily isn't your friend anyway. Uh, you really shouldn't be doing things fast. It's, it's a maybe, you know, cardio type stuff. When it comes to lifting mm-hmm. weights, you're better to do things slower, do the eccentric contractions, really let it lower down slow, because that's really going to challenge your muscles anyway. And back on the thing, too, where we're talking about bodyweight exercises, I do Murph every year on Memorial Day for people that aren't familiar Mike Murphy was a soldier that was lost in action and they named a wad after him. And so it's, and it's all body weight. Pretty much you run a mile, you do a hundred pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and 300 squats. And then you run another mile and it kicks my ass every year. Damn son. I don't think I could do pretty much anything except for run the mile. Well, you can break it down. You know, you could do it in set, do, you know, five pull-ups, 20 squats, three push-up, you know, or three, 30 push-ups, take a little rest, do it again. So like no set way and you have to do it, but it still sucks. Yes, it does. But I mean, I feel like that all the time while working out, but I still do it. Like sometimes like, oh my God, this sucks. And I have two more reps to do. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go on to something else and then go back is what I, I normally end up doing. Like, okay, maybe I'll just rest my arms for a few, do something yeah. else. It burns so good. Yeah, and now you're really getting me to miss my gym. I'm like, I remember you weights. I know, I miss the distance. I miss the gym, too, very much. It's uh, also I, why I haven't bugged you to update the thing workout routine, because I'm like, well, what's the point? I don't have a gym. I couldn't do anything if I wanted to. I, I thought about doing it anyway and just giving you, like, at-home stuff, but I was like, oh, she could probably do it. She probably knows what she's doing at home anyway. I struggle with stuff to do at home, too, just because I don't feel as efficient as I do at the gym. I go to the gym. I have a plan. I'm efficient. I'm in. I'm out. I get it done in a good amount oh, of time. Sure. At home, I'm like, okay, um, okay, I guess I'll do that next. Well, and then at home for me, because obviously I don't have your knowledge. So I'm using that app, right? And I'm like, I'm okay, I'm going to do two workout videos one's gonna be for cardio unless I like did a bike ride or I went running and the other one is gonna be like 30 minutes of strength slash toning Mm -hmm. and I get done with one or the other and then I'm like I don't feel like doing the other one you know what I mean (laughs) yeah it's more like okay I just did 20 minutes and I'm kind of over this yeah I, I don't know if it's just being in the house, maybe going out running and biking, doing cardio first, then coming back and doing a strength video would be easier instead of doing two videos. Mm-hmm. So that's yes. what I'm going to be trying this week. See, that's the thing you have to, that's what you have to do. You have to figure out what works. My biggest thing is I do not like the heat and the humidity. So the fact that I have to like work out in my garage where it's hot and humid, I'm just, ugh, I hate it. I guess I could wait to the evening, but then if I wait to the evening, I won't do it. So got to get out there, get it done. Oh my God. And the quarantine has made me so freaking lazy. Me and Tom used to wake up at six o'clock and six or seven o'clock in the morning, 
go to the gym, be home by eight, an hour at the gym, which is totally fine. And that was great. Then quarantine happened. And now I can barely get up at eight o'clock. Wow. (laughs) After quarantine, I'm going to be screwed when I actually get to go back to the gym. It'll just take some adjustment. Oh, for sure. And I've been trying to get myself to wake up at, okay, like, let's start waking up at seven o'clock and doing yoga or something like to wake myself up. Mm -hmm. Eh, I do it on occasion, but it's hard to do it. It's been hard to do it consistently, but I need to start. (laughs) So speaking of that, that kind of actually plays into what I was just thinking and actually even going back onto the starting slow. A lot of things that I've noticed, especially with our aunts, um, our aunts will decide that they want to do something. They will get gung-ho about it. And then the first day back exercising, they'll do it for an hour. And then the next day they feel like total ass because they overdid it. And then they don't do it again. So... That goes back into saying, you know, don't start off too fast. Don't push yourself too quickly. Mm-hmm. It would be better to go walking for 30 minutes every day, not overdo it, than go walking for an hour and then not go back and do it for two days because you're sore. Right. So start off slow and you're better off to start off slow and stay consistent because it takes, what do they always say, 14 days to make a habit or is it 30 days? What one is it? It's one or the other. I I think it's 14. No, no, I think it's 30. Is that 30? I want to say 30 okay. days. Here, we're, we're going to Google real quick. But whatever, however many days it is, once you get to that point, it'll become a habit. And then once you feel that it's getting easier, then you can take it up a notch. But don't start off with an hour. Make yourself ridiculously sore and then give up. Exactly. And even the few times when me and Tom first started working out at the gym and he did overdo it, I was working at Rietta's with Rietta's uh, workout plan. So that did not happen to me. Ha ha ha. And <laughs> anyway, um, we basically forced each other to go back to the to, back to the gym. We're like, no, 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 no. you're going to have to push it. It's going to be hard. It's going to suck. But we definitely at least, at least have to go to the gym, even if you mm-hmm. only do cardio and you're not going to do weights because you lifted too much yesterday. Right, exactly. <laughs> so we were wrong on both accounts. It's 21 days to form a new habit. And so. we were close. 30 days is kind of close. 10 days. But like, whatever you days. Whatever you want to call it, just give yourself some time to get used to it. And then before you know it, you'll be doing without even thinking about it. Yeah. Also, I think I always put for working out, I make sure I have like an automatic alarm in the morning that's obnoxious Mm -hmm. to make sure that I wake up at the same time to get to the gym every morning. And I have been failing at that. So I'm going to try and listen to my alarm clock now back again (laughs) because I've been bad and you can also have an accountability partner whoever that might be you know somebody that texts you and says hey did you work out today hey do you want to go run with me today whatever it is just somebody that's checking in on you and you can check in on them and I honestly think that that's one of the the problems is Tom's been doing overtime and he's normal only the person who's like no Connie get up we're going to the gym Mm -hmm. and And I'm normally like, but I could sleep, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's what's been missing because there hasn't been a gym to go to. Mm -hmm. Tom hasn't really been, let's wake up and do a workout video together, nor do I want to. No, I don't really want you to see me working out at home for some reason. I mean, I go to the gym with him all the time, but at home, I'm like, I'm going to look ridiculous doing this workout video. I'd rather do it in private. (laughs) No, I get it. I get it. You're like, I just, I want to do my own thing. Well, and he's also at a much different level than I am because he's a guy and he's strong. He just has a little bit of fat on his stomach Mm -hmm. and he can lift way more, do more push-ups than I can. Just because he's a guy and has a lot of muscle and always has, he's just trying to get rid of that fat that's been covering his muscles for a little bit now. You know, so yeah. my my little workout video is probably like, what's that looks so easy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want him to be like, wow, could do that in a second. I'm a guy and I could do a million push ups. And that <laughs> is my impression of Tom. And it is a horrible, horrible impression. Well, it was, but it made a good <laughs> point. 
And the point is that this is your journey. Comparison is the death of joy. It doesn't matter if it's your spouse or loved one or whoever. Do not compare yourself to anybody else at the gym or you have your own goals, your own skills. Everybody's different. It doesn't matter. So just do you boo boo. (laughs) I mean, also, another thing is you can also use people who are really fit. You see that they're really fit. You can use that as motivation, though. As long as you're not comparing each other, you can be like, yeah, I would really like to be as fit as this girl at gym, or I'd like to be as fit as Rietta. See, like that. Oh, you know, thank that's, you. Yeah, anytime. Well, yeah, and that's different. That's You're using that as motivation and not comparison. It's all yeah. good to say like, oh, she has a killer ass. I would love to have that perfect beach, peach booty. But just as long as you're not turning around and going, oh, my ass is so flabby. Like, why can't it look like that? Motivation and comparison are totally different things. And comparison gets you down more than it helps you. Because the few times I've found myself comparing my body to somebody else's body, I then get, oh, but why? That sucks. Why couldn't I just have good jeans and be skinny, goddammit? Exactly. That's why I said comparison is the death of joy. Do not compare yourselves to others. And I also wanted to add on that if you are new to your fitness journey and you are unsure of anything, you always have the option to hire a professional. They're there for a reason. Don't injure yourself. Obviously, when it comes to cardio, that's kind of something you should be able to kind of feel out or figure out on your own or you can take a class. But when it comes to weightlifting, make sure if you are unsure that you hire somebody if you need to so you have somebody to guide you because it is easy to hurt yourself if you don't know what you're doing. Hell yeah. That's why I have Rietta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got lucky. I, what can I say? <laughs> one of the first jobs I had coming out of college, part of our job was to walk around and just see if anybody needed help, what they were doing, how they were doing. And I can't even begin to express how many people were just not doing things properly. And it just is sad. And then some of the people you try to fix them and they're like, no, I've been, especially the, it tends to be the older guys. They'd be like, no, I've been doing this for 20 years. Like, I know what I'm doing. Like, yeah, you've been doing it for 20 years, but you've been doing it wrong for 20 years. Yep. Oh, and I've even seen people at the gym. I'm like, did you not see the, like, you know, the automatic machines, they have pictures and you're still not doing it right. Like that's, you're, you're not even. That's not right. Like, Tom even described one to me, and I was like, what? Why would you do that? You're not, like, it was then, you're not really even working out any muscles, because he was basically tricking the weights. He wasn't uh-huh. letting this bar come down all the way. Uh-huh. So you really weren't lifting anything. Because it was supposed to be, I think it was like a pull-down, and he was, uh-huh. like, standing up on the chair, and you were not supposed to be standing. You're supposed to be sitting. Right. So you're not doing it right and it's definitely not working and from what Tom told me I'm like that looks ridiculous that's why there's all those exercise fail videos and then <laughs> did you ever watch Kevin Hart no, not all but no not oh my really. gosh Kevin Hart does a part of a skit where he talks about that because he didn't start exercising until later in life. And there was a part where he was talking about how he was exercising and this guy was waiting and he's like, well, you can work in with me. And the guy was like, no, I'll wait. And he finishes his set and he gets up and the guy, he, he says something like the guy wouldn't put his ass where my face just was. Ah! <laughs> he's like, why didn't he tell me I was doing it wrong? <laughs> That's funny as hell. Oh, it's hilarious. I mean, I've seen some of his specials, but like, I can't remember specific parts of them. It was hysterical. Like we, you have to, you have to watch it. It's funny. So maybe you should, if you're uh, well trained enough, you you should tell people, oh, you're doing that wrong. But I didn't see this guy. Tom maybe should have said, hey, uh, that's that's not how that works. I try to sometimes because you don't want to offend people either. Sometimes I I'll just think it really bad and they look like they're about to hurt themselves you should definitely say something oh yeah if they are in a totally wrong position and looking like they're gonna hurt themselves then I will absolutely go over and be like hey can I you know show you a little something can I give you a little suggestion on how we can make this a little more efficient for you oh so nice 
Well, you know, it's it's great that these people are in the gym. I love that they're in there working out. But if you don't know, there's usually people that are milling around the gym that if you are unsure, you can go up to them and be like, hey, can you show me how this works? And usually they will. Now, that's what we had at our old gym. That's part of what I used to do, that if somebody was new or confused or wasn't sure how something worked, they could come and ask me and I would go show them. So if you are ever unsure, and like Connie said, some of the machines have pictures, which is great. The pictures show you like what muscles you should be working, how you should sit on it, which way it turns. Mm -hmm. So don't just don't hurt yourself, people. Or like you said, get a professional. And they even have at my gym, they even have like group classes Mm -hmm. that it, that it is toning exercises. It's a little bit of cardio mixed in, but I've seen them uh, at my gym with these group classes. There's also nothing wrong. Like say you can't hire a personal trainer, mm-hmm. but you could do a group class. I think that would at least give you some knowledge yes. on what to do, what works, what muscle. It's just not as personal as a one-on-one personal mm-hmm. trainer. Right. Well, and a lot of times, too, when you sign up for a gym nowadays, uh, especially the last gym that I joined before I moved here to Hawaii, they gave me like four personal training sessions for free. So, I mean, you could get everything you need to know out of those four free sessions and not even ever have to pay anyone. Or even one. I know my past few gyms, it's been one personal training Mm-hmm. And then sometimes around holidays and like when New Year's Eve happens and everyone's like, oh, I want to get back into the gym. That's normally also when our gym has like specials for 50 mm-hmm. bucks. You can get five group classes or, or whatever. Yeah, they usually have really good deals. So, yeah, there's tons of ways for you to start. Find your way, find what you like, find what makes you happy and try to work a little bit of weightlifting in there, even though it seems intimidating because it helps you in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. and I think the last kind of important thing we wanted to touch on that I think a lot of people neglect myself included is stretching yep stretching is definitely important I feel like I do too sometimes which is also why I was trying to start doing yoga in the morning because that's the perfect stretch to start your day would be some yoga I wanted to do 15 minutes of yoga in the morning and at night it hasn't really worked out that way but I'm gonna try I'm, I'm still trying to get it as a habit to do it those things and like Connie said, it, it doesn't have, you don't have to spend hours doing it. If you do 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes at night, like she was saying, that's great. Wonderful. It's kind of funny that stretching is the one thing that a lot of us ignore because it's something that you could literally sit down in front of your TV and do it while you're watching Grey's Anatomy or whatever the hell it is that you watch. Actually, you know what's even funnier about that? Uh, that app that I downloaded, they have like stretches for when you're at work office Mm -hmm. desk stretches which I have not had to do because I work from home but I actually did send it to like my mother-in-law and stuff because like she needs different things than I need she needs to start Mm -hmm. just off with stretching because she's not a very active person but I was like hey try this app do some stretches at your desk because she always complains about being stiff at work yeah, yeah, stretching helps your stiffness and it it helps your anything that's tight and it helps to alleviate pain most of the time because most of the time a lot of your pain is associated with tightness and a lot of it is usually referral pain. Like if your neck is hurting, like a lot of times I'll get pain in my neck and it's usually coming from the tightness in my chest pulling everything forward and that's pulling down on my neck. So I'll, let, I'll, you know, lay out on my foam roller with my chest open, stretch my chest out and it usually makes my neck feel better. Foam rollers are great, by the by, since I brought that in there. You could usually get one for cheap, like 15, 20 bucks. And it's pretty much like giving yourself a massage. So you're getting the massaging kind of stretching at the same time, all good together. So, I mean, you should still stretch too, but it does give you a little bit of massaging and all that good stuff. Kind of shaking your head at me. No, no, I was just saying like, yeah, I wasn't trying to shake my head, no. Oh, no. I knew you were shaking. Yeah, it's just funny that she's just nodding and you guys can't uh see it. I'm like, yes, 
I agree. Yes. Yeah, actually, uh, me and Tom were talking about the our next house, you know, because we eventually want to sell this house because it's quite small and, and move on. And we were talking about how, like, my work gives a $300 little work perk, but it's for anything fit, fitness related. And we're like, it'd be nice to get instead of working out at a gym to get like work out at a gym but also have some stuff at home so if this ever happened again we wouldn't be like oh and we have no weights you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so we were talking about that the other day I should put a a foam roller on our our list as well yeah they're a great little tool to have and like I said they're not very expensive we used to have a full-blown home gym but when we moved to Hawaii the movers would only pack certain stuff so we had to get rid of like our Olympic squat rat and all that stuff and I of course now at this point with us being stuck in at home I would love to have all that stuff but we make do did you have to get rid of it or is like are you storing it for when you go back into the states no we just got rid of it I thought about asking you know one of our aunts that is out there in California to hang on to it I thought about having her hang on to that and um, our washer dryer but the washer dryer I figured was bad because I think when they sit, that's just not good for them. So we just sold it and the weights, it was like, it would be so much work to get it over to her house. And it was so heavy. Point. Let's just sell it. Yeah. Let's basically. just get rid of it. Yeah. And we'll buy new stuff when we buy a house. Cause we're going to buy a house when we move from here as well. Yeah. I feel you. But it's kind of a bummer right now. Cause I would love, love to have, to have it. Stuff. Of course. Yeah. That not that how it always goes, right? So I work from home now and we needed an office, not a small state, small gym, but we had a, which we also never used. Like we had like a treadmill and we had some weights. We had a, a like a whole like weight bench and stuff that his, mm-hmm. that Tom's dad gave him and it would have been super useful, but we got rid of it because Connie's working from home and needs an office and we have a gym that we pay for. And we really, we, we stopped really using because like the treadmill the tread got all effed up mm-hmm. can't remember how but it did because it was crazy old and then we were just like okay this room is tiny you can barely do anything in it anyway let's just go to the gym mm-hmm. and yeah that stuff would have been really useful right about now <laughs> of course right hindsight is yep. always twenty twenty. I am not a treadmill person though at all I I love running I do not like the treadmill at all same I really enjoyed running in Chicago I have a really hard I think I have to start doing like trail running or something because I have a really hard time just running around the block in my neighborhood I just am not motivated I don't like it it's I guess when I was running into the in the city, I was always like looking at stuff, looking at people, like what's going on around me. And, and in comparison, I'm like, this is boring. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like, it's just it doesn't keep me motivated to just it run is. around this block. I don't know it, why. I have to start doing trails or something. Yeah, it's hard. I just I feel like a, a guinea pig stuck on a hamster wheel. Like, just don't yep. like it. Mm-hmm. When I was living at home in Chicago last year, and obviously winter came, my dad has a stationary bike, and I had to cover the screen with the towel and put on a TV show, and it was still a struggle for me to stay on there for a half hour. I'm like, oh my god, is this done yet? Okay, the show's not over yet. I must still have like 20 minutes. What's taking so long? <laughs> that And that's actually how I end up doing either the treadmill, stationary bike, or really anything at the gym cardio wise is I either end up reading I watched the Great British Baking Show which, I love Tom, that show. which Tom totally made fun of me he's like you realize you're the only one at the gym who is watching a bunch of bakers bake shit that you can't eat I was like leave me alone it's great I love it <laughs> Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood are one of I love them yes for sure and it was entertaining to watch. Are they going to get it done in time or is it going to crash and burn? Was it, I, I, it kept me motivated enough to go and do the cardio stuff for the most part. But yeah, Tom totally gave me shit for it. Well, there you go. See, but it's it was your motivation. So that's just a good example of everybody's motivation is different. Connie likes to watch The Great British Baking Show. Maybe somebody else likes to watch 
Archer or whatever you watch, whatever will yeah. get you on there for a half hour, fabulous. Or if you can, the one thing I am blessed about here in Hawaii is that I can pretty much get outside every day. So I can go walk the golf course. I can go walk the beach. I can take the dog out. You know, I can do things outside, which is really nice. I can go hike. So I think that helps. Um, oh, it's for harder. Sure. It's harder when you're in a colder climate like Connie is where it it kind of limits your options. But I mean, yeah. again, our 90 year old grandma bundles up and puts on her hat and gloves and scarves and she still gets outside and walks. So that means you can, too. For sure. At minimum, you can walk. Yeah, you can go walk half hour, put your music on. My mom walk dances. She puts on her, she gets honked at. It's awesome. <laughs> she puts on her headphones and she puts on pink or somebody and she's like walk dancing and people are honking at her and she's waving. She's having a good old time. That really just, that, that sounds like your mom. Yeah. Yep. That sounds like, like that's what she just described is basically how eccentric most of our aunts are. They're just <laughs> like, hell yeah, doing what I want. Woo. But, I mean, it's exercise, so whatever your version of exercise might look like, do it. Just get that heart rate up. If it's dancing and walking together, if it's jogging, if it's, I don't know, some other crazy example I can't think of, but whatever it is, as long as your heart is pumping and your body is moving, it is good stuff. Yeah, actually, that reminds me, like, I should uh, remind my mom that she should start walking or something because she's she's working from home. Uh, but I already know what the uh, issue is going, what she's going to tell me. She's going to be like, I have too much work to do. And I don't sleep and blah, blah, blah. She has lots of excuses. Sorry, it's, Mom. It's easy to make excuses and don't feel like you're alone in that. Like I said, I I love the gym and I love going. But there's still mornings that I wake up that I don't want to go. But I make myself go anyway. And that's the difference. Even when you are not motivated pushing yourself to do it anyway. And that's how you form the habit and become what you want and make the changes that you want to see. Hell yeah. That's why I forced myself to get up and go on a four mile walk slash hike. Right. And it's, it's not going to be easy. I feel like too many people think like, Oh, it's just once I get in a habit, it's going to be easy. It's not easy, but nothing and life that is worth it is easy. And if it was easy, everybody would be skinny and we wouldn't be having this obesity epidemic. Uh, yes. It's easier to make excuses. It's harder to push yourself past that excuse. So whatever your motivation might be, I mean, even put pictures on your phone. Like Connie talked about hanging up a picture as motivation. Put pictures on your background of your phone, of your whys, why you want to be healthy for your kids, for yourself, for your husband. You want your legs to look like this. You want to run a 5K. Whatever your motivation is, make a memory board or a vision board and put it on the background of your phone. Whatever you need to get yourself going. All I have to do is look in the mirror and say, oh, God. And then I, then I go. Then I'm like, oh, yeah. I, yeah, definitely have to uh, work out more. <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh, no. I, I'm 100% real. Look at myself in the mirror before a shower. And I'm like, mm, that's that's no bueno. <laughs> I'm sure Tom would disagree. No, he's like, yeah, we do need to go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, that's so mean. No, cause, no, 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 because he sees it this way. Like, we both need to work on each other together is how oh, he looks okay. at it. All right. All right. I guess that's all right, then. I'll let that go. It's okay. not like a shitty, yeah, you're fat. It's like, no, we need to work on each other. Well, and, you know, you're, you'll, live know. A, you'll live a longer, happier life. Kyle and I motivate each other, too. You know, he's like, okay, I went running this morning. Do you want to go do this together? Like, we'll work out together when we can. It's harder for me and him because his military schedule is so all over the place. But when we can, we try to. Connie's yawning and shaking her head. Yes. Yes, I am. Cause I feel that. Yeah. Now that Tom's schedule is two to 10 PM and lately he's been working till midnight. It's a lot harder to be able to say like, Hey, hon, let's wake up at seven o'clock, go for a, a four mile walk or whatever, just because he's working so late. So that's why I've decided, like, okay, no, I have to wake up alone and do this, at least until the gym gets back. 
So there's your main things. Find your motivation, whatever that may be. Push through it, even on days that you don't feel motivated. Make yourself do it anyway. At least get out and walk or run, jog, lightly sprint. I don't know. Whatever you need to do to get your heart rate up for 30 minutes. Move move your body for at least 30 minutes every day. We'll just call it that. Move your body. Yeah, because uh, if you want to skip for 30 minutes, you go ahead and skip. Yes, you skip your little heart out. Whatever you <laughs> want to do. If you want to walk on your hands for 30 minutes and you have that kind of balance, rad, do it. I could do that and in then, a pool underwater, maybe. <laughs> if I Just could hold kidding. my breath, if I could hold my breath that long. <laughs> okay, well, not for 30 minutes, but like 30 minutes over <laughs> amount of time. I, I don't say, know how it would work, but that's like the only way I would be able to walk around on my hands. But anyway. <laughs> I was going to say, we need to call the Guinness Book of World Records if you can hold your breath for 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, I wish. I don't have that superpower. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, me either so yeah so move your body at least 30 minutes every day get it out there and move it put some (laughs) add add some weights to it make sure you lift some weights like i said before the more muscle you have on your body the better your metabolism works and then of course last but definitely not least don't neglect your stretching especially when you're lifting weights you're contracting those muscles you want to lengthen them again and it just feels good it makes you feel better you're not so achy Yes, it definitely does. And that's one of the reasons why I enjoy yoga. I just have to do it, you know? Uh, (laughs) Yoga is definitely one of those things that I have to convince myself to do. I'm not a big yoga person, but everybody likes their different things. Yep. Well, some of their yoga yoga, doing like a yoga class versus like the yoga-esque stretching, I like. Yoga is harder than you think it is. Oh, it for sure is. I remember I took yoga once when I was in college. We had to take a bunch of different classes to try them out because they wanted you to see what you would like and what you didn't. So we had to take yoga and spin and water aerobics and all sorts of different things. And this is so hard. I was expecting to go in and be like, oh, well, maybe I could just kind of fall asleep and nobody would notice. (laughs) Nope. It was so hard. Yes. I used to be better at it. I have lost that flexibility. My dad does yoga, which I don't I don't think is surprising. I don't think that should be surprising to you. He's a very mindful, take care of his body person, and he does yoga on the regular. How does he not get your mom to do yoga or go on bike rides with him? He's tried. It's just, it's... She's just not into it. It's just, I think, you know, most of our aunts, unlike my dad and myself, you know, my dad was also an, an, an athlete. You know, he played football, he wrestled, he played baseball. I played softball and volleyball and track. So from a young age, sports and being athletic and healthy and running and lifting weights was a part of our everyday lives. Unlike our aunts, where they didn't have as much money and there were seven of them and they were super busy, they weren't very athletic people. So they never learned from an early age to be athletic. And I just think it's harder for them to get into it because they never started that way. Not that that's an excuse. I mean, they absolutely can learn and change. For our aunt, one aunt was for a bit. I mean, she did run that one marathon. Oh, yeah. Now, I mean, I actually even went running in the city of Chicago with her. Yeah. She's the only one out of all of them that was ever. Semi-active. Yeah, semi-active on a regular basis. The rest of them were never really active on a regular basis. And I feel as you get older, it's harder to get yourself to be active on a regular basis. And now, actually, um, that same aunt, they now go on regular walks around one mile, I think. Her and her husband go oh, on well, good. with the dogs on a regular walk around their block or whatever. And she says that she doesn't have any pain while doing it. So that's good. good. Because, you know, she's had her struggles in the last few years. And that's actually a good point to make because a lot of people say that they don't do things because it hurts, but it might usually, what I've found with working with a lot of different types of clients, all the way from cardiac rehab patients to physical therapy patients, that certain things might hurt in the beginning just because you haven't used them. Now, obviously, if you're having legitimate problems, a knee problem, a shoulder problem, you need to go to the doctor and the physical therapy to get it looked at. Connie's trying to distract me right now. But also, if you're just having pain just because you aren't used to moving, 
just give it some time. The more you move and the more you get used to it, that pain is going to actually subside. Yeah, and um, our aunt is a great case of that because Mm -hmm. she started with medication for pain. And now because she has been walking every day, she no longer takes that medication. Which is amazing. And that is wonderful. And that's how it should be. Now, like I said, of course, there are certain situations where you absolutely should go to a doctor and do physical therapy if you're having real significant issues, back pain, shoulder pain that is caused by an injury or for something else. But if you're just if it's just pain with associated that you're just starting it and getting moving, don't let that stop you. Give it some time. It'll get better. And actually, my girlfriend says she always had back pain. And so she went to physical therapy mm-hmm. and she stopped physical therapy because she realized what she really needed to do was lose weight because like there was no accident there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was just like, why does my back hurt all the time? Yeah. And then she lost weight and then now does not have back pain. Not, not very often. You're getting new blood flow to places that needed that blood flow. You know, that's going to help the healing process. So sometimes that's all you need. We have an aunt who had hurt. She had a legit hip issue. She had had hip issues for a long time. And she would have benefited from physical therapy. But she even refused to do physical therapy. And as a result, her hip just kept popping out because there was no muscles to keep the hip in place anymore. So there definitely are situations where you need to do PT. Oh, for sure. 100%. And I believe we have honestly covered everything we could probably think of for physical therapy. What do you think, Rietta? Not physical therapy, but being physical, fitness. Let's get physical, physical. Sorry. (laughs) I love that song. (laughs) Now I'm being the bad singer and Rietta is still dancing on camera, by the way. Yeah, good old Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, we covered all the basics. Obviously, we could get way more technical into this and into technique and form and all that stuff, but we're not going to bore you. You don't need to know all that. We covered the main things, which is just move your body. That's at the point where you would end up going and getting a fitness trainer and not not two people who you are listening to on a podcast. There's only so much we can talk about. At a certain point, you have to just go out and be – fit not be fit but go and get some exercise and go walk through 30 minutes do your do a yes. little bit of something something something, something get yourself, sure. just get yourself some something 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 which, something, actually, something. which <laughs> actually something something includes as a workout just in case you were wondering out there oh tom is definitely using that all the time okay <laughs> tmi like, <laughs> tmi <laughs> cut it okay. out it's fine <laughs> And on, and on that note, just move move your body. That's our main point. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Rietta. I'm Connie. And thank you for listening. <laughs>